People have so many questions in life. We all go through it. We also have questions about retirement. In fact, we get questions all the time from listeners and people that come into the office. And some of them apply to many people, but some of them are very unique. But you won't want to miss today's episode of the Retirement Income Show, where we're going to deal with some of those most important and common questions that our listeners have about accomplishing a successful retirement. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastam, where we're building your tomorrow. Powered by the Retirement Income Source and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Eastam. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show. I am Dave Stearns, and I'm here with Michael Eastam, and we are your co-hosts for today's show titled The Most Common Questions About Successful Retirement Planning. You know, Michael, you and I are both financial advisors. We're both fiduciaries, and we're focusing exclusively on retirement with a front row seat to the questions that retirees are asking today. Michael, I'm just wondering, what are some of the most common questions that you and I are asked? Specifically, which ones would you like to focus on today for our listeners? Well, Dave, you know, there's a bunch of questions that people have. One of the most common ones that I get is, how much money do I need to retire? And the unique thing about this question is, even though it's one of the most common ones, the fact is, I believe it's the wrong question to ask. Because I think that as we get more and more into the content today, our listeners will understand. But when you get to retirement, you're missing something that you had when you were working. And that is a paycheck. And so the real question should be, how much income do I need? We focus too much attention on the market value and not so much on what the production is from that account. Yeah. Wow. You know, that was a little frightening when I thought about it. I mean, what we really should be asking is how am I going to get my paychecks in retirement? Because that's right. I don't have them anymore. And so I don't know. Do you remember a long time ago, there was that company called ING and they had that commercial. It was all over TV and it says, what is your number? What is your number? You remember that, yeah. Michael? Yeah. yeah. And that was all, even when I went into my local bank, what is your number? And I thought to myself, wow, how did you go to Publix and buy bread with your number? I mean, at the end of the day, that's a really confusing question to ask. I mean, of course, you got to save as much as you can for retirement, but really what you got to identify is how are you going to invest for that number? But I think really, Michael, you got to kind of start by identifying your goals. Have you ever noticed that a lot of advisors seem to be not helping folks figure out what their retirement goals really are? That's so true. I mean, it's always an analytical exercise with most of us who are more of the left brain analytical type people in the financial industry. But the fact is, most people need to have some guidance and you have to take a step back and decide, well, what is retirement to me? What exactly have I saved all this money for? 
in most cases, I find that it's not so you can sit on the Barca lounger for the next 30 years and watch reruns of I Love Lucy. You have dreams, you have goals, and some of them are really exciting. I get to hear my clients talk about taking back-to-back trips, international trips or cruises, or for some of them, it's going on missions trips. And that's an incredibly noble way to spend your time or even starting a business. And for other people, it's just you know, they enjoy working because of the productivity, because of giving to the community and to their clients. They work because they want to, not because they have to. So goals are so important because they keep you energized and driving throughout retirement. And I'm really often amazed. In fact, I would say more than half of the people that come and see me for maybe a second opinion review, maybe they're looking to switch advisors. You know what, Michael, what's interesting is, is that their advisors never really helped them sit down and explore like the things that you just talked about. And what's true. Never asked the question. Yeah. They never asked the question, but yet they've already got financial strategies. And so what I find is that sometimes when I help these people uncover their goals, sometimes their financial strategies that their advisor implemented without knowing the goals are actually in conflict with their goals. Many of the things that our clients dream about and want to do, you know what, at the end of the day, their income goals, and you certainly don't want to have to sell any shares of stocks to go play golf. You need income, don't you, Michael? You sure do. And if you've got questions or you're not quite sure what the questions are, then I want to invite you to give us a call at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We'll schedule a complimentary retirement risk review, helping you to identify the risks in your retirement, getting the answers to the questions you need, to accomplish that stress-free retirement. So reach out right now, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. We'll schedule that complimentary 30-minute retirement risk review right now. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns, and together we are co-hosting the Retirement Income Show. We're glad you're here today. We're talking about the most common questions in your retirement. Well, Dave, Just knowing your goals is really a foundation. It's kind of a starting point, but that's not all there is to it, right? There's a whole process that we need to go through to determine how much income do we really need and where is that income going to come from? So we define the goals for our clients and the goals help you to take that next step. I also think now this is the analytical part and it's kind of hard for a lot of people. It's understanding what are your expenses, both your needs to make the bills every day but also your wants. Those are two different and distinct items that a lot of people don't take into consideration. Yeah, they really don't. I find that people tend to kind of minimize their expenses. They kind of underestimate in that category. So, you know, it's kind of like getting your teeth pulled to sit down and really work out what you just talked about, but it really is to our listeners' advantage of that. That hurt, man. (laughs) Sorry about the dental reminder there, Michael. (laughs) But, you know, if they'll sit down and look at their checkbook, they can look at their bank statements and they can begin to get a realistic understanding of what they're spending. If they'll do that for the entire year, well, that'll pick up property taxes and insurance premiums and those things that are monthly. And then if they go back to their goals and dream, they can begin to get a realistic assessment of what they need for income. You know, at the end of the day, Michael, retirement is about income. It's about income. That's what I've learned. And I know you have as well. 
Yeah. And I have kind of a real simplistic model for people because I've found that as a CPA myself and a numbers guy, I have found that not everybody thinks the way I do when it comes to looking at numbers and budgets. You know, personally, I use a software program like Quicken, but a lot of people don't do that. I have a lot of engineers that love spreadsheets and that's fine. But many clients are more right brain. They're more of the thoughtful methodology. And the way I help them to get this down is, especially if they step into retirement, you know, look at three months or six months, ideally worth of bank statements, spread them out on the table. Look at the balance, the ending balance of your account for each of those months and answer this question, is the balance increasing or is it decreasing? If it's increasing, well, guess what? you're not spending all the money that's coming in. If it's decreasing, then you're spending more than the money that's coming in. And we need to know how that works so that we can guide you and help you to pick that right expense need number because the want number is going to pile on top of that. And those are the important things that make retirement so exciting. Yeah, that's good. Wow. You really are a CPA there. That was uh, that started <laughs> complex, but then it ended really nice. I love the idea. If your ending balance is trending up or trending down, I mean, you know, that makes it's a that lot simple. of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Now, here's what doesn't make sense. If our listeners go do that and they finally figure out between their wants and their needs and they know their goals and they know exactly what they need in retirement, and then they don't go work with an income specialist and that doesn't make sense, does it? So they really got to be looking for an income specialist. And well, I hate to say it, but Michael, there's not a lot of them out there. They're not a lot in my area. What about yours? There really aren't. What I find is that the same model that they teach us in financial planning school so many years ago is the same model that they're using across the board, whether you're 20, 40, 60, or 80, it doesn't matter. And that's problematic because if you're living with the same investment strategy and you're 65 years old, the same strategy that you had when you were 30, and I don't mean just changing your mutual funds from aggressive to conservative, right? I mean really changing that strategy, then you could be in a world of hurt too early in your financial retirement. And if you've got concerns about where you're headed in your retirement, you've got some additional questions, then we want to help you answer those questions. And we make it real easy for you to take advantage of a retirement risk review. It's absolutely free. All you need to do is give us a call, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. We'll schedule a 30-minute call where we'll talk about the questions you have, identify some risks, and help you complete that retirement risk review so that you can take the stress off your shoulders and move forward into that stress-free retirement. I'm Michael Easton. I'm here with Dave Stearns, and together we are co-hosting the Retirement Income Show. Today, we're talking about those important and common questions that we get from so many of our listeners. Wow, Michael, I know this has been a great start to the show. I've really enjoyed it. And you know, what we're really talking about is something that's called reverse dollar cost averaging. I mean, you know, our listeners know when they were working really hard to accumulate money to get to this stage of life, they were putting money in consistently every month. And when the market went down, it was a blessing because they bought more things on sale. But what they're talking about, Mm -hmm. what we're talking about is if their advisor 
doesn't change how they're invested when they were in the accumulation stage to this decumulation stage. Now they're not putting money in every month. They're pulling money out to live on or to satisfy a required minimum distribution. The markets are going down. Michael, they're selling more and more shares. That is a recipe for running out of money before they run out of life. It sure is, Dave. And I don't think many people really realize it until they see it, right? And what I mean by that is they understand the concept of dollar cost averaging, where you can buy more shares when the market's down, but you're still putting money in, right? What people don't realize is that when you're using certain types of investments like mutual funds, common stocks, even bond funds, if you need income, you're on the other side of the retirement threshold and you need income, the only way you're going to be able to get that income is by selling shares. And what you're talking about is when the market goes down, then you have to sell more shares. Now, the bad news is, think about it just simply. If the market's down by 50%, which it's happened many times, then you have to sell twice as many shares at the bottom of the market as you do at the top to get the same amount of income. So that takes that 4% rule that we're all taught and turns it into an 8% rule. And no financial advisor is going to tell you that an 8% distribution rate is a wise strategy for any retiree's retirement. It's just a dangerous game. And that's one of the most important aspects of understanding the difference between accumulation and distribution. And Dave, I know there's so much more we could talk about on this question, but there are a few other things we need to get to. And if our listeners miss this next question, it could cost them $300,000 or more in their retirement. I'm Michael Eastham here with Dave Stearns, and together we're co-hosting this episode of the Retirement Income Show. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, we're talking about the many questions that people have and addressing some of the most common questions. But if you missed any of the earlier part of the program, we make it easy for you to get caught up by going to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and you can listen to this or any other archived episode of the Retirement Income Show. Well, Michael, really, I almost wanted to go to the bank and see what another $250,000 would look like in my account. You really have me intrigued. You talked about not wanting our listeners to miss this segment because you're talking about there's a question that if they're not asking, they don't get this That's one right. right. It could be as much as two to $300,000 that they'll be missing out on. What in the world are you thinking about, Michael? Well, Dave, this is a critical question. And honestly, we get it more often than most people even think about. And it has to do with social security. And the numbers can be staggering if you make a mistake. Because I get folks that say, hey, should I start social security at 62? Or should I wait until full retirement age at 66 and a half? Or wait till age 70? It's all over the map. Well, the thing is, people don't necessarily realize that, look, the difference between starting Social Security for some folks at age 62 versus age 70, it could be $600 to $700 a month. And if you multiply that out 12 months, 25 years in retirement, which I think is reasonable, you know, I tell people you've got to plan for a 30-year retirement. Even if you don't live that long, it's better to plan for 30 and only live 20 than to plan for 20 and live 30. But you do the math on that. It's real simple. That's over $200,000. And that's money that you could have left on the table if you miss it 
And I had another situation that's happened more often than not. This is a benefit that Social Security offers to divorcees whose ex-spouse has died. Many people aren't even aware that that benefit exists. And I had a personal situation where I had a lady that came into my office who had started a business and she was just getting things off the ground. So she wasn't making a whole lot of money. And I'd come to find out that her ex-spouse had recently passed away and she was entitled to $1,500 benefit. Her benefit was not very much because she was a stay-at-home mom. Well, we did the math on that one, $1,500 over 25 years, that's $450,000, Dave, that she could have left on the table if we didn't bring that to her attention. It's amazing the different things. And just because waiting gets you more income doesn't necessarily mean that you have to wait till age 70. Yeah, I appreciate you clarifying that because in that first example you gave, yeah, when you see the math multiplied out over different life expectancies, there is a big difference between waiting. And so clearly that's part of it. But I love that second example you gave where you're talking about a divorced survivor benefit, really. I mean, there's so many factors. And the thing that I think is kind of a bummer for our listeners, and again, you know, sometimes it sounds, Michael, like you and I are down on our industry, but the reality is, is that we kind of stick out like a sore thumb because we only work with retirees. So that really informs the type of advice that we get, even as it relates to investing. But so social security is a key part of investing for paychecks and for income. And so what I love is that when people come to see you or they come to see me, we're going to sit down and we're going to really take time and listen. We're going to delve into social security because it really matters. And sadly, most of the folks in Wall Street, they're not interested in social security at all. And so our listeners oftentimes are left to their own ways to figure it out. And you pointed out so eloquently today that by not having the right information, they could be missing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars. Big deal. That's absolutely right. And for those of you who have questions about Social Security, when is the right time to take Social Security? I'd love for you to reach out to us at Fellowship Financial, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. 4861. We've recorded a webinar specifically on social security that you can watch on your own time. Just call that number 844-308-4861 and ask for a link to that recorded webinar on social security. It'll answer a bunch of questions that I know that many people have because it can be a confusing topic. So make sure you reach out 844-308-4861, request a link to that webinar and you'll be all the better for it. Well, you're listening to the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns, and together we are co-hosting this episode of the Retirement Income Show, where we're talking about some of the most common questions that we get as financial advisors from you, our listeners. Well, Dave, talking about Social Security, it is a huge subject. In fact, I know that you've done a whole show on Social Security. I know I've done many shows, and I teach a workshop and a webinar as well. The thing is, Social Security is going to be customized to your individual situation. I want our listeners to understand that Social Security can be a foundational element to your full, complete retirement plan, but you need to know how to fit that in. There's so many different areas that we could talk about, but we've got other questions that we need to jump into. What are some other questions that you get from your clients and listeners? Well, I think one of the common questions, Michael, would be, what's the best financial strategy 
for retirement? You know, I mean, that's a broad question, but I get asked that question a lot because, you know, when you retire, well, you've never done it before. So they want to know what's the best financial strategy for retirement. That's what I want to talk about with you today. Look, again, this is going to be a a personalized element because every situation is going to be different. And as fiduciaries, it's so important for us to understand the goals that people have for their retirement, especially if they're 10 years away or five years away from retirement. It requires planning and that takes a proactive approach. So how do you transition your financial strategy, your investment strategy over time? But what it does involve is understanding how am I going to replace my paycheck? How do I replace the money that I've been making from my business or my job for the last 30 plus years? People are so used to getting that paycheck. When it stops, man, I've seen people shaking in their boots. The best financial strategy is going to be one that makes sure that you have dependable income from your investments. And that takes a bit of work, doesn't it, Dave? Yeah, it really does. It takes a lot of work to begin to rationally decumulate what you spent your entire life accumulating. And you know what it does? It calls for an advisor that knows how to think that way and focus on that because paychecks are everything in retirement, Michael, for sure. That's so true. And, you know, there's a whole universe of income generating investments that range from things like individual bonds or bond like instruments, preferred stocks, et cetera, that provide more consistent interest in dividends. The nice thing about investing for interest in dividends is the fact that that's a renewable resource, Dave. It's money that when you spend it, it's going to come back the next time. It's renewable, right? You spend your interest, the companies are going to write you a check the next time. And you're going to have money coming in every single month. And they have to, because those bonds, those individual bonds, not bond mutual funds, good night. Right. For sure, not bond mutual funds. But when you own those individual bonds and those individual preferred stocks, Michael, they have a contractual obligation. They can't suspend the dividends on those preferred stocks as long as they're in business, right? And on those corporate bonds, they're repaying a loan to you. They have to pay that interest. And so for our listeners, they need to understand that's why it's renewable. That's why it's sustainable year after year. That's exactly right. And this is an area that most advisors don't necessarily spend a lot of time on because we're so trained and even consumers are so trained to work with mutual funds and common stocks and even bond funds. You have to understand the underlying securities. Those are the things that really give you the best boost and the best bang for your buck. Now, if you have questions about your individual portfolio and is it set up for your financial success in retirement, then give us a call at Fellowship Financial, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. The thing we love to give away is a free retirement risk review where we'll spend 30 minutes, talk about the risks that are inherent in your particular situation, help you identify them, and then prioritize which ones you want to address first. So take advantage of that complimentary retirement risk review at 844-308-4861. Well, we're so glad you're here with us on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton. Dave Stearns and I are the co-hosts of this program. Today, we're talking about some of the most common questions that we get from our listeners and from our clients. 
Well, I know we're coming really to the end of this show, Michael, and something that I can't help thinking about is I feel like we've given our listeners today some really good answers to some really good common questions. And here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what's on my mind. Can you take one of those questions that we've answered and can you just think about what would a traditional Wall Street trained business model advisor, how would they have answered differently just one of the questions we've been talking about today on the Retirement Income Show, Michael. Well, Dave, that's a layup and I appreciate it because, <laughs> and the reason I know this is because not only was I trained the same way, you were trained the same way, but we run into this with our clients and our listeners all the time where they tell us about the business model of the current advisor. And that is, for example, in many cases, it's, hey, just hold on to your assets, buy and hold, right? Right. And don't sell more than 4% of your investments, that 4% rule. Well, we address the fact that the 4% rule becomes the 8% rule when the market drops by 50%. And the problem with that is you're selling shares. If you're selling shares, that can be devastating to your portfolio. We want you to generate true income, interest and dividends. That's a big differentiator, Dave. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the thing about selling shares is... When you're selling shares to create income, it's kind of like we talk about when we talk about land. You know, they're not making any more land anymore, right? Well, guess what? Right. When you sell your shares, they're gone. Unlike 08, 09, when our prospects or those listing our listeners, they were working, most of them. And so when the markets went down, they weren't selling shares. Heck, they were buying more shares. But now when right. the markets go down and a traditional Wall Street trained advisor just says, stay put. I know the markets are going down. You're in it for the long haul. But our listeners are going, time out. I need income. And the advisor seems to ignore it. You can't sell shares because when they're gone, you don't have them to come back with. That's right, Dave. And you remember this line. It's not about timing the market. It's about time oh, yeah. in the market. That's a common quip that traditional advisors have. And we want to make sure you understand how important it is to be able to replace the income that you have. Well, Dave, it happened so fast, but once again, we are out of time on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Eastham here with Dave Stearns, co-hosting the Retirement Income Show. Thanks so much for being with us. Make it an amazing week with the ones you love, and we'll be back again with more of the Retirement Income Show. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, but it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities.